0: Thanks for calling Castell Insurance. This is James. How can I help you?
1: James, this is Joey Jingola.
0: Mr. Jingola. What's up, man? Man, just
1: another day in paradise. What's up with you? Not much. How are you doing? I can't complain. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it.
0: and hawed for a long time and yes there would be probably the top 20% and yes those are probably the top 20 that you w- obviously you want everyone you know so you got to be able to turn people away which we do but we just felt so grimy thinking that we were gonna be all of this goodwill the three four years that we did it and got such a great reputation even further in town with a different demographic that have still come back to see us for other things we just felt really grimy if we were going to say well you know yes you're paying 700 bucks a person and now we need 100 bucks up front just to even see us we just we couldn't do it
1: how should we get paid that's a great question that was my buddy james castell of castell insurance in squim washington and this was we were having a conversation around uh, just. Uh, the enrollment of uh, individual health insurance the economics behind it and uh, I don't know that I'm, I'm ready for this conversation because it is a bit of a can of worms and it's one that is you know hotly debated around the industry but just talking about compensation how we should be you know should we be more in control of it should things remain the same uh, you know so on and so forth right all states are different all lines of business are different you know who gets to do policy fees, who doesn't, who's going to have like a, you know, charge by the service sort of thing. What is the right answer? And this is really, I'm not saying I'm going to necessarily be suggesting any solutions here. It's more or less me talking about the different things that have been proposed and ultimately, you know, the strengths and weaknesses of what we have in front of us right now. We've long touted the entire benefit, the one sole attractive, the most attractive thing about what we do is that R word, residual income or reoccurring commissions, another R word, I guess. And that's what, you know, generates a lot of interest into why people sometimes, I guess, want to get into insurance. I mean, obviously we we care about the people and all that stuff, but it is one of the few, you know, kind of industries that allow – for this kind of automatic rollover of, hey, whatever you made last year, you're going to get most of that uh, back, if not all of it, You know, minus some retention, minus some decreasing commissions. But it's better than starting at zero where most sales positions have to deal with. It's just, hey, we're game over, reset. It's like the original Super Mario Brothers. There is no saving. You're just starting right from the beginning after those three lives. And that's kind of the business. Now, I mean, maybe... <laughs> When I, when I say it that way, I kind of feel like we really shouldn't be in a position to to dictate and or judge, you know, what isn't, you know, what is good, what isn't good. But, it, again, this is more or less a conversation. And feel free to join, EnjoyedAgencyNation.com. We'd love to hear your opinions, your thoughts, your suggestions, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked for you, and maybe what you would like to see potentially work for you because we are – we are challenged right most of the time you know i would say 80 to 90% of the time it's hey commission built into the policy whatever that is we're just tacking it on it's automatically paid to us uh, our our people our clients automatically pay the insurance company it's a, it's a very nice system in that standpoint we don't really have to deal with a lot the money is automatically kind of given right back to us it is fixed and we are at the mercy of the insurance company so we don't get to set our own price our own value we have to be strategic. The one thing that we can't control is the type of business that we go after and the dollar amounts associated with that to make the commission work. And that's a huge, huge topic that we cover almost on a weekly basis here. And the one thing that we are ultimately trying to avoid is really just finding another administrative nightmare.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we just had to get out. But, uh, you know, we, and, and quite frankly, we also looked at, at that concept as being. You know, we've tried a fee model at one point in time with Medicare and got a risk because we weren't aware of some of the regulations. It just turns, it's a, it's a bookkeeping nightmare. You're going to have to have someone else. Yeah. We, we, our office, we do not have a sweep account. We do not collect payments payable to our office. Everything yeah. is paid directly to the carrier. So, like, the thought of having someone like, oh, you know, Mr. Johnson, you're in the rears on your Castell Gold service plan. Like, the, yeah. it just, until we're forced that way, I think we wanted not to do that.
1: Now there's an insured tech company that needs to exist like yesterday because that's, I I can't tell you how many times I've had those conversations. I, I'm sure I've I've heard them numerous other times from other agencies of, there's just really no way. It's just something that is way too hard to manage. Is it worth it? Um, you know, again, just the relationship business, the way that things go, it's just, a, it's not a fit for the way that we currently do things. Well, at least again, as it is now. And you know, again, early in my career, I was kind of frustrated with that of saying, you know, why should I be told what I'm worth? And why should I say, well, I only have to settle for this amount of money based on the job that I may or may not be providing. And then it's, again, then it's always like, well, you can charge more on top. And, and I've had plenty of people say, well, I'm not sure how you get paid, but I'll be happy to, to, you know, how do I like, what is this costing me? And so on and so forth. So, I mean, we've all had those conversations. Others, complete opposite. Like, you're not worth anything. I don't know why. Like, like, what do you do? Like, It goes all over the place, but again, the making this a a reality, a possibility, it it would be interesting, right? Because again, in any other line of business, it's once you become, you know, in too high demand, then it's raise the price, right? We we can't necessarily raise the prices. We can raise the price of, like I had mentioned, the type of client and just thinking through all this stuff again, very, very raw thoughts here. Uh, it's, it's. maybe we want our cake and trying to eat it too, or something like that. That's possibly what we maybe are always talking out of both sides of our mouth on. Uh, and, and I know agencies that, that do, you know, again, the commission have policy fees, all that stuff just to, to handle it. And and I know th- there are some that are successful with it. There are others, like, again, James is saying, listen, it's just it, it's not something that we are in a position, you know, being a smaller family agency, it's just not really a thing. We're going to take the commission that we get, and that'll be good, and, and we'll, we'll be good with it, because we can't afford to do that. Because otherwise, if we did, you know, sometimes we, we chase a dollar too far to where we're actually end up losing the dollar, because at some point, it's just not worth it.
0: Oh, trust me, we, we get with Medicare, we get these commission reports. And my dad, for the longest time, was having one of our team members go back because in Medicare specifically, there's not a lot of automation. There's not like downloading like PNC. And he was having someone go through manually, like thousands of clients It'd be like a side project, like four hours a day for like four months. And I just said, who cares like what are we doing here get them on the phone get them answering the phone like do stuff that makes an impact because what are you going to do follow up on 12 people that you lost like it doesn't matter
1: do stuff that makes an impact i don't think we really need to focus on anything else other than that well said james but just if we could i mean i don't want to opine or soapbox this thing too much you know, uh, especially in the, uh, I I will say as much as I think health insurance is is ahead in the game in in a lot of ways. One way that we are certainly not is again, like James said, with Medicare, there's not a lot of downloads, there's not a lot of synchronization with business. What's on the books, what's not on the books, that certainly is a bit of a headache. Uh, certainly, certainly some work to do there, and that's that's something that I do think. And this is again the 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 entire conversation of. Of just insurance business transacting across the board, all lines, everything. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, but getting up to some sort of uniform standard across the board, to where we have access to the same amount of information that is constantly up to date, ready to go, uh, generating you know just business intelligence that allows us to do our job better, more effectively, and to you know overall spend less time managing things that aren't making an impact and allow them because this is the other thing too. It's, which crazy is, is, is this allows us to do our job better for everybody else to then having a trickle down effect of, of, you know, if, if, if we didn't have to go through this process of, you know, whether or not we worried about the 12 people or not, as James was saying, and we're going to get to that in a second, everybody wins when it's easier at any point in, in the process, right? We all win at some point. If this, becomes easier. Everybody wins when we make it easier. And and I that's the one thing that I've always kind of scratched my head at, I guess is if if somehow somebody's going to gain an advantage in this and again in this in this funnel of insurance selling a distribution and I think I think we've kind of figured out the fact that we all kind of have a purpose for the moment to where we don't at least need to be worried about that. Maybe that's again, maybe that's short-sighted, I don't know. But the more important thing, I think the one thing I definitely need to touch on here is the, the fact that James is saying, what are we going to do, go back and follow up on the 12 people that we would have gotten a total of you know, maybe two grand in commissions? And again, this person took four months out of their job, six months out of their job, you know, basically what, $15,000, That's a That's not good math. That's not good business. You're just going to have to let that two grand go, right? And that's where it becomes unprofitable to track the business, even though, again, I'm just really quick soapbox. It should, that's the one, those are one of those things that that I think we shouldn't have to worry about. But again, another podcast for another day, but that's the, that's, I think the one thing that certainly, you know, a certain segment of agents find themselves kind of trapped in of, of these inefficient tasks that lead ultimately nowhere. And that's one thing we, we certainly need to get a handle on. And that's, that's where, this entire conversation of, of compensation, how we're tracking it, how we're just managing the payments across the board in our agency, the money that flows through it, the money that, that we're worth the value. It's, it is, it is frustrating. And, and it sounds, I, I mean, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm talking myself in, in circles here because it is a conversation that does not have, at least from my perspective, too many great answers because Again, the one way, and I'm pretty sure I went on record at some point, is saying this is, you know, the the um, the insurance companies can, if they want to, you know. Again, we we see commissions in some ways getting cut across the board in some areas, others not, others coming back a little bit. So that they they do hold a lot of the power as to you know, dictating how and what we can and cannot do, for people in our agencies. And, and that's something that it, it, it's always been just kind of this contentious relationship as to, well, you're cutting commissions. What do I have to do? I, do I do that much less? They still expect the same thing. And and it, and it becomes an interesting little dance that we're doing. And like I said, I don't know that this is, we're not certainly going to solve this problem in 12, 13, 14, 15 minutes. It's really just another invitation to um, warm up the conversation, right? How do we continue to, um, make sure that we're always appreciating the value that everyone brings to the table and how do we make it the most effective and efficient that it can possibly be All right, I've got to go straight recommendations here. It's been a little bit I usually don't have tons to recommend, I don't know for whatever reason, but once a year maybe twice a year something catches my attention and i just i just kind of i lose myself to it and i gotta i gotta say this the oa if you're not up if you're not hip with the oa on netflix uh, i tell you what man eight episodes i don't know what it was um this is the second season they call it a part it's fancy it's really just one big 16 hour movie is pretty much what it is um Probably the worst 15 minutes of each first episode, like ever. Um, it took me like three or four days to actually get more than 15 minutes into it without falling asleep, just because that's where I am in my life. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm be honest. If uh, I just if if you're into if you're into such things, um, kind of sci-fi, interdimensional things, it's a whole a whole bunch of fun because I, I think that's actually one of the more realistic things. As I say that, you know, coming out of my mouth, it probably sounds ridiculous but uh, I do feel like that might be something that that is kind of cracked within maybe our lifetimes. I don't know, probably not. But it just, it feels, it feels, it's always fun to let the the brain kind of just go wild as far as that goes. It's really good, really good stuff. It just, I, I like when my imagination is stretched a little bit and there's a pretty solid story, compelling characters, a whole bunch of good stuff. Anyways, I don't know that I was... The first season came out in like 2016. And I might have recommended or mentioned it at some point back on the podcast once upon a time. But I just I gotta put it out there. Uh, only eight episodes. I found myself I was only I was in charge of the baby one Saturday or Sunday. I can't I honestly don't know what, what that happened like how that happened. But um, anytime you have a baby, it's just kind of like eh. You feel like like you have nothing other responsibilities. Like the baby stays alive, you're good to go. Anything else that happens is a bonus. And the kid was pretty good and fuss through, I think, like six episodes that day. It was fantastic because it never happens. Like, that was the first day in, I don't know, probably a year that something like that happened. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for something, I don't know if this, this is an overly long-winded recommendation, but if you're looking for something to, again, expand the mind, um, be away on Netflix. But let me know, is there anything that has caught your attention, expanded your imagination? I'm always up for something that is in that vein of just, like, really interesting, get your brain moving. Uh, tell me what... Tell me what you know i I could use a recommendation or two although i don't know the next time something like that'll happen but i'm interested i'm curious i want things that are thought-provoking and interesting joinagencynation.com let me know what's on your list of the most interesting smart and interesting i said interesting like five times things that you are watching right now joinagencynation.com speaking of mind expanding interesting things This is going to be a bit of an oversell here. Uh, AgencyNation.com slash newsletter. We might get there sometimes. Hang out with uh, myself and Sydney, me on Sundays, Sydney on Wednesdays. A bunch of fantastic stuff. Some of the best stuff that we kind of come across throughout the week is shared there in the newsletter. So head on over to AgencyNation.com slash newsletter.